What's up, fam? This is Steph. Welcome to Girl Get Up, the podcast. Um, if you haven't tuned into my first episode, I say pause this one, go listen to the first episode, and then come back and see me for this one. Uh, we got a good topic for you today. And when I say we, I mean me, because this is a solo podcast. I will be having some guests or inviting some guests on my podcast very soon. But I wanted to kind of start off so that my supporters, my listeners could get to know me first before I start introducing some of my friends and people that I rock with on my podcast. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the second episode. Y'all, this episode is much needed and it's very timely. I wasn't going to do this one for this episode, but I felt like it needed to be done. So um, this episode, we're going to be talking about toxic holiday stress. And I don't know if you've ever experienced it. I've experienced it in many different avenues. And let me just say this. Toxic holiday stress, there's a lot of different elements to it. Um, I've experienced it in, in many avenues. But we're going to talk about toxic holiday stress and how to deal with that. Because um, I know like everybody wants to think... it, And if you do this, I mean, sis, that's your business. But... I know everybody wants to think that, you know, the hashtag Thanksgiving clapbacks, everybody does that with their family. Uh, Your girl, I don't do that because my family don't play that kind of stuff even as an adult. So um, how do do you handle like when you're asked very uncomfortable questions that you're not ready to quite answer? So we're going to talk about that today. Um, Before we get into this, though, I do want to say... Um, thank you to everybody who has supported me on IG. If you are not following me on Instagram, please do so. Um, Instagram is girl underscore get up dot the podcast. Please go and follow. Um, that's my place to interact with you all and for you all to interact with me because I want you guys to get to know me just as much as I want to get to know y'all. Um, so please please follow me on IG and interact with me. I do respond back to comments and messages and things like that. So that's the place. That's the number one place to get in contact with me as of right now. Um, I do have some other things that I'm going to branch off with with this podcast. But, you know, slow and steady wins the race. We're not going to put the cart before the horse, you know. So let's get into this. Toxic holiday stress. Okay, so let me tell you about a couple of my moments with toxic holiday stress. And I'm going to be very careful with how I say this because I know that I have family that listens to my podcast and I don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt and I don't want to relive things that I've kind of gotten over. So there was one holiday that I came back from college and um, a family member looked at me and (laughs) said, uh, dang, Stephanie, you done put on some weight. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, I don't even know how to respond because, you know, I'm trying to be respectful. And let me just tell y'all, college me, college Stephanie is very different than like present day Stephanie. Um, thank God for growth. That's all I'm going to say. But college me is very different than me right now in the present not to not to say that um the clapbacks and and such are not there anymore because they are there but it's more of like a 
sophisticated petty <laughs> clapback. It's not like a I'm gonna jump down your throat type thing. So when that when that happened to me, I was just kind of like, I don't I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about being told that I've gained weight because in my mind I didn't think I I did not think that I had gained weight and I was like obviously they're seeing something that I can't see and let me just tell y'all this I say this all the time age is a mindset weight is a mindset okay if if anybody told me that and I've been in listen I have been told that I am fat before okay now person me personally I do not think I'm fat at all but anytime somebody tells me oh girl you you getting big you gain weight I'm like girl I'm not big I'm just thick which is true I am thick I mean I'm just putting it out there but age and weight those things to me are a mindset now can they be can can things go to the extreme of course always but, I mean, I feel like if you're confident in who you are, then when people make comments like that to you, they shouldn't bother you. Like, it doesn't bother me that people will say things like that to me. Um, just like, I know that me personally, I've always said this growing up, that I have a very old spirit about myself. Like, I love old shows. I love old music. I love old styles. That's just me. So, in my mind, even though in the present day I'm 30 years old I think I'm like a 60 year old woman because of the things that I like to watch and the things that the clothes that I like and things like that so it's it's just a mindset but anyway let me get back on topic so toxic holiday stress so when I was told that I was just kind of like I don't really know how to deal with this because I don't know how to I don't even know how to respond like how do you even respond to somebody saying that to you when you come home from college and you're like excited to see your family? How do you respond to somebody like one of your family members telling you that you gain weight? So I had to think about that. And like even now at age 30, and let me just tell y'all, if you're not 30 years old yet, if you're knocking on the door to age 30, or if you're in your early 20s, let me just tell you, when you turn 30, people have expectations for you that you don't even have for your own self. They expect you to be in a certain place in your life, doing certain things. And sometimes you have to know how to like pump the brakes on them and say, hey, I get that you have these expectations of me, but I'm not there yet. So you have to meet me on my journey. Like if you can't meet me on your journey, then maybe you need to go catch a ride on somebody else's path. Like, cause we're not doing this. So I know like, with me, with the holidays coming up, like, at age 30, I have a lot of friends that are getting married, a lot of friends that are having kids. Okay, I'm not married yet. I'm not engaged. I have no kids. And so, like, I'm already kind of in this mindset of, like, people are, like, family members and people around the holidays are going to be like, oh, when are you going to get married? Oh, when are you going to have kids? And when people ask that stuff, and I be, I'm even guilty of doing that too. Like, when, when like, a friend of mine gets married or gets engaged, and I'm so excited for the next step in their life, 
which would be having kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when are y'all going to have a baby? And I like had to check myself and be like, man, that's really insensitive because you don't know what these people are going through. Like they could have experienced infertility. They could have already had a miscarriage or they could just not want kids at all. And so I had to recognize that those, those kinds of questions, those kinds of comments were very insensitive. And I learned that like from being at work because I work with a lot of women who have children already, who are married and have children already. I will say this, I'm the only person in my department where I work who is not married and who does not have kids. So the pressure has always been on me. Like, like, girl, you need to get married. Girl, you need to have kids. And it's like, okay, I get that, but I'm going to do it on my time. I'm not going to do it on your time. I'm going to do it when I'm ready to do it. And so when you go into these toxic moments with family members like that, it's okay to say, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you're excited for me and ready for me to move into these different things or these different move down these different paths in my life, but I'm not there yet. And it's okay to say that. Like there's nothing wrong with just saying, you know, I'm not comfortable having this conversation and move on. And if the family member or person or whoever wants to continue to have this conversation, then you can say, you know what? I already said I'm not comfortable having this conversation. If you can't respect that, then we can't have a conversation, period. And, you know, as black people, I hate to, like, I don't want to make it, like, a, a divided thing, but that's very prevalent in the black community where, like, when you speak up for yourself, black parents, black black families see see it as a sign of disrespect and it's not even being disrespectful it's just saying I need you to respect my space and where I'm at right now so when you're dealing with these situations where you are being asked these these questions that you're not ready to talk about with your family members they gotta be caring enough and respectful enough to say okay that was my bad I pushed it too far and move on And if they can't, then, I mean, this is why I always, (laughs) this is why I'm a advocate of driving yourself to family functions because you have the keys and you can leave. (laughs) Like, that's just the bottom line. Uh, And you hate to be like that, but it's just like, what you're not going to do is put me in this position where I'm going to be uncomfortable. So you have to be okay with creating that boundary and being okay with saying, no, we're not going to have this conversation. Now, on the flip side of that, you also have to be cognizant of the fact that sometimes family members don't really know what's going on with you. Because I know like I have friends and stuff who have stuff going on in their lives that they don't necessarily express with their family because they're not that close to their family I'm I personally am close with my family so my family knows a lot about what's going on with me but I know some people it's not like that and it's not like that for everybody so if somebody from your family asks you those things like you also have to learn how to not take it personally because they don't know and that's when you can respectfully say 
you know what? I get it. You don't really know what's going on because we haven't really had this conversation. We haven't really had this banter between us. So if you would just mind respecting my space, I don't want to talk about it. And you can do that in a way with, and you can say it just like that without it being disrespectful or being a clapback. Like I said, everybody wants to do Thanksgiving clapbacks, which I think are hilarious. Um, and if you do Thanksgiving clapbacks, please let me know. Write me on IG because I, I I would love to know <laughs> some of y'all's Thanksgiving clapbacks are. It's hilarious. But if you if you can if you can do it in a way that's respectful, I think that you'll create an opportunity for your family members to not only like look at other ways that they've been interacting with people in your family but look at their relationship with you and say okay obviously there's something that I'm missing and when they're ready to tell me I'm here for you and it and and it's cool for them to say that like because then you've reached a whole different you've reached a whole different level of relationship with that person so I think that that's great like if if you come to that point where they're saying you know what I respect the fact that you you told me how you felt and I understand that you're not quite ready to have this conversation let me know when you are I'm here for you oh my gosh let me just tell y'all that is beautiful if they if they can come to that if they can come to that moment now if they can't then I mean sometimes you just got to let it go I'm not saying that you got to cut that family member off because I mean your family is your family but I mean it's okay to be I mean it's okay to have family members that you have space between I mean I have family members that I have that I have space between and I'm very I'm I'm very selective with who I share information with anyway because I'm just one of those people like I will only let you into my business if I feel like you're going to be supportive of what's going on and going to be able to give me sound advice and talk me through things. Not, and it's a difference between talking through things and being lectured. Cause that's one thing like, Oh my goodness. That's one thing that I just, I don't mind you giving me something, dropping gems, on me of things that I didn't know because I mean you only get to be an adult once so it's constantly figuring out things in your life so if you're dropping gems via lecture great but if you're if you're just lecturing me because you're older than me and it's an authoritative type situation I'm just gonna be honest with you it's gonna go in one ear and out there and out the other and that's just how I operate. Now, I probably <laughs> I probably have stepped on some family members' toes with this podcast, but you know what? It needs it it I mean, it needs to be said because I see so many of my friends and stuff and they like people well, people I know they're like, I'm not going home for the holidays because I don't fool with my family like that. And I'm like, I know what I know why. It's because of these uncomfortable conversations and situations that you're being put in. So 
it's okay to like it's okay to create those boundaries and and create that space but I would still say if you if you like still go and try to enjoy your family like for the holidays because I feel like that's important because I mean these are these are the people that are essentially like your bloodline so like I think it's important that you at least try to have some kind of interaction with them during the holidays because that's usually the one time when families do get together families get together for holidays weddings and funerals and that's it really and truly honestly um so I mean and how many people in your family I'm I don't know. Maybe maybe there are several people in your family that are planning on getting married and you're you're getting ready to be going to a whole bunch of weddings, but I'd rather try to be with my family or be around my family during the holidays more than I would a wedding or a funeral, honestly. So, uh the other part of to- oh my gosh, I almost forgot. The other part of toxic holiday stress. <laughs> Okay, so one thing about me, I'm a very detail-oriented gift giver, okay? So when it comes to buying, like, Christmas gifts, I'm just like, I, I try to pay attention to what people who I buy gifts for, I try to pay attention to, like, what they say that they want or need throughout the year. And kind of like, you know, get that for them for Christmas as a surprise. I mean, obviously Christmas gifts are a surprise anyway. But I try to like make sure that I'm paying attention. Actively paying attention. So because of this, and I don't know how many people are like me when it comes to giving Christmas gifts. Because I like to think that I'm like a really good gift giver. And so, like, if you're a really good gift giver, that can that can cause a lot of stress on you too around the holidays because it's like you you want it to be just right. Like you wanted everything to fall into place exactly how it's supposed to. And so, like, that can get very stressful. I know it gets stressful for me. So I always try to plan ahead. So this is I will say honestly, like October September, October is when I start, like, planning what I'm going to get people for Christmas. Now, do I get the Christmas gifts in September, October? I would like to say I would. I always plan to, and it never happens. I always... (laughs) This is really bad. I always end up getting Christmas gifts. This is going to sound really trash. Um, I always end up getting Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve. Yikes. Okay, I said it. But because I never get stuff on Black Friday because I I hate going out in public on Black Friday. There was only one place I used to go on Black Friday and that was the shoe store up the street from where I live because they would always have these shoes. I would buy these shoes almost every year and they would have them on sale for $20. I'd take my $20 and go get these pair of shoes, this pair of shoes every year because it was a pair of boots and it's like, you know, boots wear out so I just go get another pair. It's only 20 bucks. So I try like I usually I usually get Christmas gifts like on Christmas Eve, which is really, really bad. But 
I'm, I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Um, I've never been a Cyber Monday girl because online shopping stresses me out too, especially when it comes to um, buying clothes. Because I'm when I buy clothes, I like to feel the material. I need to know the quality. I need reviews. Like I'm very detail oriented when it comes to buying things online, especially from Amazon. Amazon, let me just tell you, I check those reviews. I read at least 10 of the reviews. I look at the pictures. I do all that stuff. And you probably like, Sammy, you're doing the most. I am, but let me just tell you, everybody that's received a Christmas gift from me, if you've ever received a Christmas gift from me in the past, you know I do a really good job at giving gifts. Um, when was that? Two years ago? Three years ago? Um, I bought my mom. My mom had been saying she wanted to go see The Lion King on Broadway. And I was like, man, I want to see it too, but it's just so expensive and blah, blah, blah. Well, it came to our town, to one of the auditoriums at our town, in our town. And so I bought my mom like a bunch of little gifts to put in a box. But I bought her one of the, like, I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, but it's got like the golden strip on it, the golden, the golden bound books. It's like little children's books. They're really, really thin. Well, anyway, it was a Lion King book. <clears throat> and so in the, um, in the box, first of all, my mom hates glitter wrapping paper. She hates glitter in general. So I wrapped the box in glitter wrapping paper and I put the book in there and I put a couple other little things in there. Well, everything that was inside of the box was also wrapped in this glitter wrapping paper. Cause I'm just like, I'm a jokester. I love playing pranks and stuff like that. I've done something similar to my dad before too. But so I put, <laughs> I put these gifts in this box with all these glitter wrapping paper. She was so upset. In fact, I might post the video because I still have the video. I might post the video on my Instagram so y'all can see. Um, so she started reading the book. Well, the tickets, I bought her tickets to see the show and I put the tickets inside the book and y'all, she was so happy. She was so excited. So that was one, like, so, and that's another rule of thumb for me. Like somebody out of the people that I buy gifts for, because I only buy gifts for my parents, my brother, and my boyfriend. Those are the only people that get gifts from me. And so, um, every year, somebody out of those people gets like a really big gift. And then everybody else gets good gifts too, but somebody gets like a really big gift. So mom, it was mom's year to get the really big gift. So that was her really big gift. Last year, um, I got my boyfriend a really big gift. Unfortunately, we didn't get to participate. Um, my boyfriend is a huge LeBron James fan. Huge. Um, huge. So I bought him tickets to go see LeBron play. And he was, y'all, he was so excited. I was, I was excited for him too. But I had already seen LeBron play before. So I was just like, this is just another game for me. But he's never seen LeBron play. So that was pretty cool. Unfortunately, because of the quarantine, thanks Rona, we didn't get to go. Um, so I ended up having to, I ended up using, like, we ended up getting the money back for the tickets, which took forever, Ticketmaster, took forever. 
Um, we ended up getting the money back for the tickets, and then I ended up surprising him for his birthday. Gave him a surprise birthday party, which he was very surprised. He had no idea. So that was fun. But just, I'm just saying, like, I love doing stuff like that because it makes me happy. But it can be very stressful leading up to because I'm just kind of, like, trying to figure it out, trying to find the right things. Most of the time, the stuff that I'm looking for is already sold out. Y'all, I struggle every year. But this year... Your girl is going to be planned and ready to go. I already know when I'm getting two people already out of the four that I have to buy gifts for. So it's going to be great. We're going to make it. We're going to make it a good situation. But anyway, getting off topic. Toxic holiday stress. <laughs> yeah, it just that's part of But that's part of toxic holiday stress, too, because I mean, the pressure to just get stuff that you want. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't even talk about. Oh, I may have to save this for another episode, but I'm going to talk about it briefly. Let me just, I'm going to just talk to the, to the women that listen to my podcast real quick, who are not married. Is it not so stressful to see other women getting engaged on Christmas and New Year's Eve? It's like, you're so happy for them, but at the same time, you're like, what in the world is going on? but <laughs> it's so hard like I'm I'm genuinely I am truly happy for people when stuff like that happens because it's like it's dating dating in this century dating in these times is extremely hard extremely hard because you can never decipher between who's in the relationship for the long haul and who's just there for one night let's just be honest and so it's like when you see other people like making it to that point in their relationship where they're committed to each other and they're going to be committed to each other for the rest of their lives it's like man that's awesome and you're so happy for them but at the same time you just turn around and look at yourself like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> and it's, it's, it might not even be like what you're doing wrong. I am going to talk about this in another um, podcast because I have to tell y'all um, something that happened to me, an experience that happened to me. And I am going to talk about relationships. That is coming very soon. That was actually supposed to be this episode, but I felt like this toxic holiday stress one was, was much more needed than the relationship one so um but yeah you just you want to be happy for them and you are genuinely happy for them but you're just like did I miss something like is this is this like something that I is this a party that I wasn't invited to like what what is going on I ask myself I cannot tell you how many times I ask myself that on a regular basis. What is going on? And most of the time, I don't know, honestly. But I will say, um, dealing with the toxic holiday stress, it is it really all comes down to creating boundaries and being okay with saying, no, we're not going to have this conversation and moving on amicably. Y'all like that word, right? Yeah. Um, being able to move on and being able
to not take things so personal. I've learned that as an adult, like I can't take everything personally. Because if I did, I would I would be mad all the time if I took things personally. So I I've learned to like <laughs> I've really changed a lot. I've learned to see the silver lining and everything. Um I have like this especially at work. I have this sunny disposition about everything at work. So, and people are like, there, and mind you, there are times that when I'm at work and I'm just like, I'm not doing this today. And there are times where I'm at work and I have an attitude. But at the same time, most of the time when I go to work now, if something goes wrong, I'm like, you know what? I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I'm able to still get paid during the pandemic. I'm thankful that I'm still able to come to work and do what I'm supposed to do and go home. So, in a sense, dealing with toxic holiday stress um, and being asked uncomfortable questions, you have to be able to create boundaries with your family members and let them know that you're not uncomfortable, or not uncomfortable, listen to me. Let them know that you are uncomfortable with having certain conversations and that you're not going to engage in certain conversations. And... If you can't do that with your family members, my biggest suggestion is to get yourself around some people that are a part of your supportive network. If you can go back and listen to my first episode, I talk about having a supportive accountability network um, and how the supportive accountability network could also be your supportive network. Get yourself around those people and they will help refocus you back on what it is that you want to do what it is that makes you you what it is that makes you happy so if you can't get that kind of vibe from your family I would say even if you're being forced to go and be around family and stuff like that go be cute you know be not necessarily be short with everybody but just kind of like okay I'm I'm here show your face and then go be around the people that really support you if if your family is not if your family is not it. I know that it's it's hard and there are some things like you know, there are some times where family members are going to ask you like when are you going to start dating? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? When are you going to I mean, my family asked me like when are you going to finish school? And I'm like it's coming. And that's all I can say answer what you can answer and then move on you don't have to go into a full explanation and you don't you shouldn't have to explain your life to anybody honestly because it's your life so those are my suggestions for dealing with toxic holiday stress thank you for tuning in again today um i hope you go back and listen to episode one that'll get you motivated And then this one will help you deal with the stress. And then the next episode, we'll see what's going to happen with that one. Thank you guys for tuning in with me today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful life. And remember, you got to get up.